Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Strayer, where three Australians talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode by episode. I'm Chris. I'm Mabel. (laughs) And I'm Megan. And today we're discussing episode 1.6, The Pack. Written by Matt Keane and Joe Reinkemeyer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and directed by Bruce Seth Green again. We've had him before. Seth Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No relation. and several other students are possessed by the spirit of a demonic breed of hyenas that wreak havoc on Sunnydale High School. I, yeah, that's what happens. Okay. So there's the sixth episode of Buffy I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've never watched beginning. before. Uh, this is my favorite episode so far with a big old asterisk wow. right next to it. Right, I, right, I was right. really enjoying everything and wow. I have no doubt there's one particular scene we're going to talk about yeah. quite a lot. Uh-huh. And if you just fucking crop that bit out, <laughs> I, I, it's sort of fun and zany. I just, I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. this episode yeah. and then that happened. Okay. And I was just like, I was enjoying this so yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. And actually the end of the episode is also going to yeah, be Almost discussed. worse in its yeah. own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm sure we'll but get we'll get there. All we'll get there. We'll get there. We open at the zoo. Shot at Santa Ana Zoo. Uh, just so you know, all of the zoo mm. scenes shot at Santa Ana Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking bullies being bullies. Oh, look, it's Buffy and all her friends. <sighs> you know, throughout this episode, I hate them so much. <laughs> I and do I think so. that's what makes it. I'm so. Like, it makes it hard for me to even like the episode because they're such. such they're assholes, they're right? in it nonstop. <laughs> yeah. And I can't stand watching them be and such. I mean, Asshole. They call her out for having a friend. She's literally just walking from one place to another, just happens yeah. to be on her own in that moment. And it's like, really? Is that all you've got? I kind of, I started off hating them because I feel like every high school show ever created always struggles with bullies. Yeah. Like bullying is really hard to write because you can't just uh, summarize yeah. bullying in a couple lines. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, bullying yeah. is pretty fucked. Yeah. yeah, it's true. And I just love that there's these four people who just look like out of work actors. They look fresh out of acting <laughs> school, <laughs> strutting along, looking Older than everyone. Yeah, definitely else. not teenagers oh, once again. Wow. Yeah, just like yeah. dressed so formally at I the know. zoo, all these like college shirts. All the teenagers on this show dress so fucking formally. Uh, right. Well, throughout. I mean, because you talk about how they don't look like teenagers, and we've no. already talked at length about how Xander definitely Five doesn't look shadow. like a teenager. And so then yeah. when they become a sort of pack throughout the whole thing in this episode, they always just look like this like 90s band with these like yeah. slow mo walks. Throughout. They just look like a 90s boy band, despite not being all male. And, uh, <laughs> and so early on, like literally opening scene, opening seconds of even this podcast, I'm going to cut to... Here it is. Name that minor character. <laughs> I am going to call out to Heidi Barry. Heidi. one of our bullies oh. uh, slash pack members. It's your time to shine, Heidi. It is your time to shine. She's the blonde. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I was almost, I wanted to do the, the short-haired brunette, yeah. um, but there was really just not that much interesting <laughs> about her, except for her name, which is Michael McCrane. Mikey. Michael, Michael McCrane. Michael. Her name is Michael. Pulls it off. 
Yeah. Isn't that interesting? She does pull it off. It's yeah. a good name. It's a great name. Yeah, I find it very interesting. So let's talk about Heidi Barry. Heidi. She was a student at Sunnydale High and one of the members of the pack. The quote that I have for her is when she's talking about Herbert the pig. Oh, I remember. Mm, crunchy. Oh. Uh, uh, what? Do they cook the pig? Yeah. What part of it's crunchy? Yeah, I don't know. The bones? I, I mean, the bones. Yeah. Really? Bones. Really? The bones are crunchy. Ugh. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Poor Herbie. Um, now, according to the Sunnydale yearbook, uh, which there must be like one picture or something where this is shown or someone has made this up on wiki. But according to the Sunnydale yearbook, her nicknames were Hi-Ho and Dee Dee. What? Heidi's nicknames were Hi-Ho and Dee Dee. Sure. The yearbook also Hi-ho states... Hi-Ho and Dee Dee. The, the yearbook also states that uh, <clears throat> she became a vegan following the hyena possession ordeal, which, and we will talk about this later, definitely suggests that uh, amnesia was not a thing. Yeah, I mean, I think we can pretty yes. much. Yeah, yeah. Do, do they? The four bullies appear in later episodes. No, no. Do no. they go to jail for eating things? No. Well, I don't know. Well, Do clearly, so? I mean, Hopefully. she kept going to. She was well, no, still at oh, yeah. Sunnydale High. No one thinks they ate. Things. Flutie. Yeah, that's no right. one else wild except for Buffy dogs. and Willow. Yeah, Buffy and, and Giles and everything. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's wild dogs for yeah. Shawsies. Anywho, she's played by Jennifer Sky. Jenny. Uh, who is an actress known for Charmed. Ooh. Yeah, she's in Charmed. She's in Shallow Hell. <laughs> she also <laughs> appeared in Xena Warrior Princess. Wow. I love that show. Yeah, in oh. quite a few episodes as a character called Amarice or Amariche. I'm yeah. not quite sure how to pronounce oh that. Wow. Yes, yes. And then she was the title character in a TV show called Cleopatra 2525, which had 28 episodes. So, wow. you know. Okay. Okay, that's yeah, not nothing. Yeah, no. The title of that show doesn't give me a lot. I really, I sh- I could have looked up what that was about, but yeah. I didn't. Um, oh, and Jennifer. then, and then in, in Shallow Hell, she played um, nightclub goer number two. <laughs> so, so look out for that next time she, you're watching that. She stole movie. a limelight from number one. I'll say that much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did really watch Shallow Hell recently. Yeah. And then in, in 2010, she was in a movie called Somewhere, and she played pretty girl at loud table, uncredited. Yeah. yeah. So uh, thanks, Jenny. Thanks for your work. Uh, you? Looking forward to seeing more of you throughout this episode. And that that brings to a close. Name that minor character. Woo! Woo! Uh, so guys, full disclosure, I'm probably going to talk about the animals a lot because I just went to the zoo yesterday. So oh. I'm all like, oh, I'm all about the zoo. Lovely. <laughs> for the first time. Was the first hyena enclosure the closed? Closed for maintenance. Actually, funny story, there weren't any hyenas, but there were wild African dogs, which... Interestingly, later when Willow is watching a video of the hyenas, they are in fact wild African dogs. No kidding. I was thinking about that because you don't act, you don't get a good look at the hyenas in the episode at no. all. You get a weird like <laughs> fake no. face thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know they didn't have budget for hyenas. Clearly. That's Absolutely fine. Not. Whatever. I get it. Um, but yeah, then when when Willow is looking at them on the computer late, later, yeah. I'm like, hmm, they really don't look a lot like that fake face thing. That no. I at the well, that's because <laughs> that fake face thing was probably more like a hyena than the yeah, wild fucking well, African it. dogs that she was watching. Yeah, but it did make me think because I actually, yeah. my only, I don't know a lot about hyenas aside from the Lion King. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. yeah. But so I was like, which one's the real one? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Definitely the Lion King version. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so they, yeah, they see the elephants, which are my favorites. I just want to say, <laughs> I love the elephants. Yeah. I love, I'm sorry. I know that I'm a total child. I love their line about how they saw the zebras mating. <laughs> it's like the, the Heimlich. Heimlich. With strikes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Willow. That's great. So Willow charming. can do no wrong. You cannot. She just really can't. Yeah. <laughs> I like Xander's line about, this isn't about looking at animals, Buffy. This is about not being in class. Yeah. <laughs> and she just like instantly turned it. She's like, you're right. Yeah. Everything's yeah. shiny. I mean, that is literally every school excursion ever, right? And yeah. I'm, I'm honestly surprised it took that to get her on board. Like, I'm surprised yeah. that she was actually not super into the excursion otherwise. Yeah, right. Mm. Like, yeah. she should have. I mean, she's not in yeah. school. Yeah, like, how hard is it to not be excited about being at the zoo? Sure. Yeah. Sure. The bullies find a new victim in poor Lance. Lance. They're so mean. They're so mean. They're He's s- not a monkey. <laughs> 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 but Principal Flutie saves oh him. Oh, my God. Can we just, I mean, Principal No, will we get there? Flutie. Shall yep. we get there? Yep. Or do you want to talk about no, it now? No, let's keep going. Let's get there because yeah. I feel like Chris is going to have some feelings. I feel like I'm going to cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what is it with bullies, right? And it just how much power they have over the people they're bullying. Like Lance is all like, no, man, we were just hanging out. We're just being buddies. It's all G. And then they still treat him like shit. Yeah. I, I just said it five minutes ago, but bullying cannot be written well. And it just. I just mean just generally though, bullies suck. But like, Not even just TV bullies, but like bullies on in like. I feel like there's this stereotype of it's Lance. Lance is getting bullied, like the nerdy kid. Yeah. That's a, yeah. such a archetype. Yeah. Everyone gets bullied, you know? Yeah. And it's not always by well-dressed 35-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> it's generally not by well-dressed 35-year-olds, yeah. you yeah. hope, anyway. And it's probably more often than not, not as overt as yeah. how it exactly. is in this episode. Exactly, You know, it's not these really big, obvious moments. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also not usually the principal right around the corner there to save you either. True, true, true. Yeah. So then the bullies take uh, Lance to the, the hyena house which has a sign that says positively no admits to the hyena house. That's what it says. That's what it says. And the way that they're managing that is to put up a bit of tape around the around the entrance. Just a little bit of tape and that'll definitely stop all of the teenagers who are coming to the zoo today on their on their school excursion. This is the school gym doors all over again. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's happening right now. I mean though I don't I know, know, that's... Buffy can just jump right over that tape. <laughs> <laughs> that's not stopping her. <laughs> Why doesn't Buffy jump over that tape? Because she can't <laughs> <laughs> look in all fairness, a warning at a zoo is I you, so, at the same yeah. places you listen to warnings. You listen to a warning on a plane. Yeah. You listen to a warning at the zoo. You yeah. don't fuck around at the zoo. I agree. Yeah. I agree. The tape would be enough for me at the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. So, Xander uh, gets to save the day. Oh. Finally, a fight he can win. <laughs> I uh, I made a note. This is. It felt more like it was Xander's turn to do the dishes. Like <laughs> you know, this is like, look, I can do this one. Let, let me have this. And Buffy's like, sure, dude. Uh, yeah, you can yeah, have it. I'll let you have it. And then yeah. two seconds later, is like, actually, no, we should go after him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then the creepy zookeeper stops them and gives us all this expositional rundown on hyena behavior. Do you think that'll be important later? He is super weird. <laughs> He is so weird. He's super weird. He's just like, I don't even know. Indiana Jones' stepdad. I don't know. It's just, that's this <laughs> weird vibe. Jones yeah. <laughs> oh, that is the best description ever. <laughs> so the jerks are inside the hyena house and they're teasing Lance. Um, Xander comes in to save them, but then all of their eyes go glowy. And then Xander, <gasps> you think he's being nice. 
just turns around and like kudos to Nicholas Brenton here that creepy smile that he gives watching Lance like run off into the distance he really conveys a significant character change yeah, here yeah definitely very yeah, he, does. he actually quickly. does rewind slightly to before he got possessed by hyenas sure, sure, sure. where he's come to save what's his name Lance Lance yeah, yeah. Do you think he walks up and like they're playing with Lance, pretending he's getting fed to the hyenas? Xander <laughs> comes up and like, why did like, you pick on someone your own species? No, no. He, he like grabs Lance and somewhat violently like throws him behind <laughs> him. You know, like he's supposed to be helping him, but he like and he doesn't even seem to like care if Lance is okay or checking in him at all. He like grabs him, throws him violently behind him, and then starts engaging with the bullies. Yeah. And Lance has has no concern for Lance's well being. Actually, I did. Not pick up on that. That's in hindsight, though, he did kind of save Lance. Yeah, from oh, sure. so, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Xander knew what he was doing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he definitely. Yeah, I also love that now there. after getting possessed, Xander is a douchebag in canon, which is <laughs> nice. Finally, I know he like, finally gets to just be a douchebag yeah, without having yeah, to hide it anymore. Exactly. Without pretending to not be a douchebag. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get the coffee house version of the bronze. Like Buffy's got her little her little diet coke and her croissant because you know that's oh, what you yeah. get in the bar. Yes. You, get a, you get a croissant. I wish. I the, wish. The, the bronze is just whatever you want it to be. Yeah, you know, right. at any given day, yeah. whatever you want it yeah. to be. Um, Buffy wearing Angel's jacket. I suppose some girls might find him good looking <laughs> if they have eyes. Yeah, feels Buffy. All the feels. Yeah. <laughs> and Xander walks in canonly, canonically douche. <laughs> Oh, Doing his yeah. best, James Dean. Oh. Just, and just staring at everyone, right? Yeah. That isn't Willow and Buffy. He's just like. So what I'm trying to figure out, right? So when they're possessed by hyenas, like obviously over time, you know, we see, like we talk about how they get dumber, get more hyena-like. But so at first, they're still like very much a combination of them, like their actual selves and the hyena possession. And so the fact, so Xander's douchiness surfaces a lot. So all of that is yeah. presumably Xander, but on the surface. Um, and also his fashion sense, mm. which instantly improves. Yeah. Which, and fashion isn't a hyena trait. <laughs> it instantly turns into 35-year-old bully fashion. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah. like, because he was wearing some shocking shirts in the sure. previous episode. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, and following. Yeah. I mean, just forever. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're still going to yeah. see that shit fashion from Xander. Forever Vanna. terrible shirts. But I'm trying to figure out how being possessed by hyenas makes him dress better. <laughs> It's actually a good question. <laughs> it's a really good question. I mean, evil dress is better. Look at um, look at certain people's yeah. leather pants. Yeah, you know? it's true. Uh, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, anyway, I'm just putting I that totally out there. I totally nearly spoiled something just then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm so glad he didn't pick up uh, on that. So much stuff goes right over my head. <laughs> I was like, Dummy. oh, whoops, that would have been bad. <laughs> I have no uh, idea. Then Xander sniffs Buffy's hair. Oh, I know. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's look, uh, canonically douchey, right? That's what's And I mean, he's right possessed fine, and fine, whatever. Fine, fine, fine. You can give him this one. Then the bullies arrive and come towards Xander. Will they bully him? No way. They'll just make weird eye contact. Weird, creepy eye contact that's kind of sexually charged. <laughs> it is quite. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Comfortable, and I think again, I just, I just can't like this episode because I hate watching them. Yeah, I just, I, and I hate listening.
listening to them laugh. Yeah. As soon as they started doing the laugh, I was like, oh, why did it have to be fucking hyenas? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> every time I, I feel see like him, that's just my regular laugh, though. So I'm oh, kind of really? like, yeah, I feel that. I feel yeah. that laugh. <laughs> like every scene they're in, you just know they're warming up for 20 minutes beforehand. Um, uh, yeah, so the bullies go and find someone new to bully after they've acknowledged that Xander exists. And then Xander finds it totally hilarious that they've bullied someone new. Which Buffy and Willow do not find funny. Mm-mm. Yeah, is is that when they bully? Is that when they bully like the overweight kid and yeah, and Xander's yeah, just, like, right. Xander's laughing and then he looks at Buffy and Willow and is like, he's fat. He's fat. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Ugh. Fuck it. <laughs> Ugh. Buffy is then boxing in the library. This is my favorite exercise. You know that kids boxing. aren't reading enough when they feel comfortable just doing kickboxing practice in, <laughs> in the, the library. library right? Yeah, no one's gonna like, walk in on this. Is it? So this will be a recurring theme. Yeah. Actually, this like fucking training with like weapons, even in the library. Yeah. Like not even a like library closed sign on the door also there's yeah. windows in those fucking doors so who's just like walking past and being like why is Buffy boxing in the library with a little weird librarian yeah <sighs> I mean Owen might come in at any moment right? like, looking Being for Emily Dickinson Emily. His, Emily. his Emily again right. <laughs> um, and then we cut to point of view in the hallway Something's running wild. Oh, what I could love it be? that shot. I love, cool I actually yeah. love this whole bit. So great. Herbert, the new mascot for the Sunnydale High Razorbacks. I heart Herbert, the new mascot. Cut. As soon as he came on screen, I made a big note in my book, in caps, better not get eaten. <laughs> actually has that written you guys and it's great Be better not. he's so cute I with know. his little fake tusks on his helmet and his razor back I, know. Oh. I want him I want him oh, I've always wanted a pig I've always wanted a pig it's a razor back oh, you're right sorry yeah and he's, he's very scary. scary yeah and then it's raining it's raining you guys what should we do Instead of instead of regular gym exercises, what should we do? Oh, oh I know. Let's play fucking dodgeball. In absolute silence. Said? No one is allowed to speak during this game of dodgeball. Right? There's real tense stares. And yeah. everyone has to be in different uniforms. All yellow and red. Oh but every single person I wearing something that. different. I was looking at it and I was like, what? Like, is it free dress, but everyone like wants to wear school colours? Or are they like, wear whatever you want as long as it's red and yellow? Like, Maybe how that's how it works. I mean, I don't know how schools in America work with the whole, like, not... It's interesting because every American TV show I've ever seen, right, it's all, like, at high school. They don't have any uniforms, but their their gym outfit is always a uniform. Yes. It makes no sense. And but some of them were school-branded, but others weren't, and not one double up. It would have been so hard to design all these They pretty much just, like, they told the extras to bring something yellow and maroon. I guess so, probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did, did you guys ever play this game? What Dodgeball? What, why, why why is this a thing? Oh my god. I, I, I play now. I played Dodgeball oh, recently. Do you really? It's super it. fun. Oh, also, dodgeball, dodgeball, like playing actual dodgeball now is way funner than high school dodgeball because there's like actually a whole bunch of rules that make it funner. Yeah. Do, you, do you train with wrenches? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah. 14-year-old Chris, favorite uh, movie of all time. Oh, good one. It's very good. I have not seen Dodgeball. Oh, you haven't so seen Dodgeball. Man. Fair and enough. I play Dodgeball, guys. Yeah, way better. Yeah. So much better. You've lived it. You've yeah. lived it. You've lived it. Yeah. So Xander is on the bullies team against Buffy, and then Buffy is the last man standing, but instead of attacking her, they attack Lance. Oh, and also Xander, like, attacks Willow. Yeah. With a brutal. Yeah. 
and throw and totally hurts her feelings. Oh my god, I can't handle hurt Willow. That face. No, that no. face. What did Willow ever do to anyone? Yeah. And this, then, so the whole dodgeball game just felt like a French short film. Like it was just this is the, so the color grading was time. off. Everything is no so one spoke. Yeah. Weird yeah. shots going on. Yeah. So I've got to say that this next, like the the ending of this scene, that moment uh, where there's no words spoken and it's just this stare off between Xander and Buffy, and then like. You know, it's basically like the two alphas facing off, yeah. right, in this moment. It is one of the most iconic Buffy scenes for me. I Actually, it's one that I remember. Interesting. Uh, you know, if I'm just thinking about Buffy, sometimes it just pops into my head, this moment between Buffy and Xander where there's this really powerful stare. I just think it's a really good acting moment. You know, I, again, I really feel like this episode, even though I fucking hate him, it shows very good acting skills from Nicholas Brendan. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I see that in terms of acting skills from yeah. Nicholas Brendan. Yeah. 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 I yeah. It was just a it's just a it's a really iconic scene for me. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. It I, is, yeah. It's it's a it's an uncomfortable scene to watch. You know, they're they're all pretty good at being creepy and silently turning in on Lance and yep. pummeling him one by one with dodgeballs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we just talk about quickly the fact that because uh, I did some you know research on hyenas and shit. No, I didn't. I oh, went yeah. to Buffy Wikia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that um, so Xander is obviously the alpha at this point. We've, we've yeah. realized yeah. that he's yeah. in fact the alpha of the pack group. Sure. Uh, not probable in a true hyena pack because it's a matriarchal society. So oh. one of those chicks should have been the alpha. Just saying. There you go. But no, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Xander's in the title sequence. Sure, like, it's, sure, come on. Sure. It makes most sense that the main character... Whatever, whatever. Let's be real, Buffy's the alpha, okay? <laughs> Buffy's the Buffy's fucking the alpha. alpha. Buffy's the fucking alpha. Come on. And we finish this scene with zoom in on the coach. Oh, my God. <laughs> saying, God, this shit. game is brutal. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Another great What line. is wrong with that guy? You know, <laughs> how can he let this happen? anything to say about it what a friggin sociopath and then willow confronts sandra oh i hate watching this about what's wrong with him and he messes with her yeah makes her think he's gonna confess his feelings and instead he insults her horribly and laughs with the bullies it's so fucked up. And so, I mean, is this, when are we going to talk about where, like how much of true Xander this is or not, you know, versus hyena, like Xander versus hyena, how much, like he's getting real personal and this implies that some part of Xander Look, knows about Willow's feelings for him. And oh, then, definitely. And then oh. Dick definitely. Xander is using it against yes. her. Yes. Oh, no, he 100% knows that she yeah. feels a certain way for him and he fucking ignores it and then chooses to talk about his feelings for Buffy all the time with her. Yeah. Even though he clearly does know. That's a good point, actually. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Although, yeah. that said, I feel like from personal experience, actually, I feel like sometimes when a friend is into you, you deliberately talk Choose about yeah. No, you deliberately talk about other interests to discourage them. That's, That's a good true. point. That's I've, good done point. That. I've definitely done that. And guys, yeah. he's also possessed. He's been possessed this whole time since episode one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Amy's right. Mom. Just like Amy's mom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Xander is now fully integrated with the bullies. Um, he smells dogs, which we assume, I assumed, was going to be actual dogs. Yeah. And then it's just yeah. like hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Plain, no sauce. Yeah. Who eats a hot dog like that? Amen. Yeah. Nobody eats a hot dog like that. That weird long-haired kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh. He doesn't know how to eat a hot dog. Yeah. And then they're all like, oh, no, 
they're just like too well done and they just steal those guys' food yeah man and his line hey that's not cool <laughs> it's just, just like that I watched it like four times in a row I was like this weird little kid oh, they want to find something fresher yeah, and they walk mm. over every single one of the hot dogs. I know on the table. what fuck it. It irks me so just great. watching their feet step into those hot dog trays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like dicks. So um, they find something fresher. They find something fresher. <laughs> something so fresh, its heart hasn't even stopped beating yet. Oh, Herbert, oh. We, Herbert we only just knew you. It's Herbert. <laughs> we only just Alas, met poor you. Herbert, we only just met you. Better not eat him. Ah, sorry about it. I was, uh, I'm just shaking He's my so head. scared in his cage. Yeah. So we kind of miss the rest of that scene, obviously, for obvious reasons. But mm. then we cut to slow walk <laughs> with 90s grunge music. Amazing. I thought this was going to be a quick little scene, just like a little bit yeah. of music, a little bit of walking. It goes yeah. on. Three and a half minutes yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> it's a music video. It is a fucking music it's a video. Fucking you music are right. Video. And that song is so incredible. I am in really? love with that song. I'm actually like, it's, uh, I'm, I, the, the like, you know, I'll try it. I'll try uh, it. It's all just like really like, oh, are you I'm joking or not? Into it. No, I am. Really? Into it. It it's is so amazing. stereotypical. It's uh, just. I loved it. I'm not. I don't feel I, it. It's doused in nineties. As that much same. as I love nineties music, and I do the whole that whole bit. Mm. I am. I am shouting out to uh, far. Far. Like Job's eyes. Uh, Job's eyes. Job's eyes. It's Job's eyes. I think it belongs on the B side of no, a so fresh Job's eyes CD. By far. I apologize. By far. By far. By no, far. as in... <laughs> by far. Sung. <laughs> performed by far. Um, no, I'm totally into it. I like. I legit love this thing. I, I have written down here, this song is killer. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful fucking scene. I love it. It's so intense. Powerful scene. Uh, One I of my fave Buffy moments in what? any episode. I literally have this written down here, you guys. I love this scene. How did you guys not love this scene? I loved it like when you watch a bad movie and you love it, you know? <gasps> I'm going like, to reassess my... Like things correctly or not. <laughs> wow. Legitimately, I love the song. I love everything about this moment. I think it's so powerful. Fuck. What do I know? I, I am definitely shit. with Chris on this one. You think you know someone? Wow. <laughs> Feeling pretty judged in here right now, you guys. So judged. Gee, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I, I had moments like, like I, that guitar. It's great. Mm. I I liked I liked the the over the top nineties of it. I am gonna share this scene on our Twitter account and see what other people think. It went too long. Yeah, Way look, okay. Okay. I don't know if you long. can upload that videos that big like, up to Twitter. That was like somebody's <laughs> self indulgent moment where they were like, you know, let's make a fucking nineties music video. Hey man, my, my, my cousin accent. just released this song. It's super <laughs> really cool. Sick. It's can gonna we be really It's gonna be video? really cool song for the next three months and then never again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else this band did. Probably. Yeah. yeah, I think all that three and a half minutes gave me was just more time to question the effect of hyena possession on fashion sense <laughs> yeah yeah yep, just looking yep, at me like yeah yep. okay i mean they're just so like they're looking around and slow oh i'm sorry i loved it <laughs> you know what hashtag sorry not sorry no i fucking loved it and i'm sticking by it and okay. like what are they even doing this is like their post meal 
walk <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, you've got to take a walk after you've eaten a meal, Mabel. It's important for the digestion process. I, I walk in slow motion after a big meal. <laughs> I sort of slowly stumble around. <laughs> So then Sandra apparently has vampiring now. That's something oh, that hyenas yeah. have. Where we like zoom in on his ear kind of. And, and he's, he's like listening, listening to in Buffy, Buffy and Willow's Willow conversation. Talking on the balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all this like total vampiring. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. That's a weird moment for yeah. me. But it's also really sad because Willow's all sad about Buffy. and I mean, about Santa. And she's all like, you know, it must just be me because he's not like that around you. <sighs> yeah. Willow. Just the quivering thin little lips. My and- heart. I said this a couple episodes ago. Willow really reminds me of my girlfriend yeah, yeah. a lot. Oh, and did this my, scene like break your fucking heart? It did. Oh. And like my girlfriend cries a lot. Not because of you know. It's oh, cool. What just, the fuck are you she, doing in this no, relationship, Chris? It's just, it's just, that happens, man. Yeah, uh, Movies I'm, can be sad. I'm a okay? crier from way back. I was just telling someone yesterday how I got banned from watching 60 Minutes because I literally cried every single episode. Fair enough. And yeah. my, my girlfriend cries exactly like Willow. Just, oh just my quiver. god, that would be really hard. Watch. Not a fun scene. Yeah. My heart was torn in two. I mean, so yeah, every time I watch this scene, I like I think, why is this scene here? And I figured the only reason is so that we realize later that Xander know like Xander totally heard all knows. this. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't really add anything to anything. But the fact that we realize later that Xander remembers everything that happened, Ooh. he heard that and he knows. It is also a moment of like, I guess. Xander just spying on Buffy and Willow, but maybe just on Buffy because of the scene that comes next with Xander and Buffy. So perhaps there's something there. But first, Buffy goes to Giles and uh, he diagnoses Xander with uh, teenager syndrome. Yeah. Which uh, I I actually have a lot wrong with this. Yeah. Because this this is, to me, this is one of those classic moments in our society where we explain away boys being assholes by saying they're just being boys. Boys will be boys. And this is a really big problem for me and it was a problem then and I actually think it's still a problem now. We kind of go, oh, you know, a teenage boy, oh, he's just being a teenager. No, he's being a fuckhead and you call him out for that shit, you know? It's not just boys being boys, it's a boy being a fuckhead. There's still 20 minutes left of the show. They can't just, Giles can't just solve the mystery now. They need <laughs> I get to it. space it out. I get it, I get it, but I just think that, that by choosing to say that he's just being a boy, a He's being a teenager. That is not the right way to go. Yeah, well, because even he brings like testosterone in it. You know, he's saying he's like testosterone is the great equalizer of men. It turns men into morons. Yeah, and it's again just just like making rape culture right there. It's just putting it back down onto you know like a genetic thing. You know, like guys have testosterone and that makes them do stuff. Like he says, Mm. they tease, they prey on the weak. It's natural teen behavior pattern. No, Um, I don't like how. Giles is looking out for Xander this episode. Yeah. And he does it again later. Yeah, he in does a in a really, really, way, really bad way. Which we, we will, will get to. bring up. Um, so there is a reason why we have the line, they tease, they prey on the weak. It's natural team behavior pattern because that jogs Buffy's memory from an expositional conversation that took place at the beginning of the episode with the zookeeper. Indiana Uh, Jones' stepdad. They prey on the weak and then boom, she makes the hyena connection. See, we still get the hyena connection in this episode, in this scene. So I just don't think Giles needed to do the... All, teen, all teenage boys are like this moment. I just yeah, really don't. Yeah. Anyway, it's not, you know, moving on. 
It's quality problem solving on, on Buffy's part that she's immediately yeah. able to yeah. get the hyena link. It still bugs me. This is one of the scenes where, like, Giles should know better. You know, he, like, he's very dismissive of her idea, like, what you're saying. He's a hyena. Yeah. And then later he, like, looks it up and you're like, you're right. Hyena possession's a thing. I should have remembered that. You know, he says yeah, something like, right? oh, oh, I should, I should have, have known. remembered that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you fucking should have. Yeah. Yeah. Then Willow brings the news of Herbert being dead and oh. Giles finally starts to believe. Um, and uh, Principal Flutie has found the bullies and is going to send them to his office because he's pretty sure they're responsible for Herbert. Because he's they were definitely sure. He's definitely sure. Like, and this this little interchange that's about to happen, right? So we're yeah. going to have Principal Flutie sending the bullies to the office. Buffy and Will are in research mode, you know, and they're talking hyenas and they're talking that. And then we're cutting back to Principal Flutie and then we're cutting back to Buffy and Willow and then we're cutting back. And the tension yes. that gets built in this moment. Yeah. Just quickly, I yeah. love how Flutie's like, oh, you guys are going to get so much detention for eating a live <laughs> Like eating animal. a pig, right? Call the police here. Call oh, the police. Call the fucking Big police. Time. For Herbert's I'm sake call at least. Your parents. Yeah. 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 It was too chill. Yeah, it was I pretty mean, chill. I mean, he's just out of his depths because you see he's so confused. He's like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, yeah. what did you do? Are you guys on drugs? Like, he's just so confused. Yeah. He is not trained for this kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. this is not in the principal's handbook. Mm-hmm. He's just not up for the job, sadly. Yeah. And once Giles has the revelation about animal possession, Buffy goes looking for Xander and she finds him by the bones of Herbert. And we get some Full fucking rapey Xander. Here it, it is. is. Very, very rapey. It's not good, you guys. It. It's very uncomfortable it, to watch. It, it, it. This scene does what it's trying to do, yeah. mm-hmm. and then it keeps going, yep. and then it hits Hit. the line, and, and then it goes a bit further it again. The line. Yeah. It could have stopped four minutes earlier. <laughs> We picked it up. We, we knew it. what was happening. We got it, you But guys. they decided yeah. to just go way, way, way too far with it. Yeah. For no... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only saving grace of the scene is that you know Buffy is strong enough to get out of it. I the mean, lines, like, just even the dialogue in that scene, I just thought it was, like, too realistic, really. Like, it was, too, it was too realistic and spot on. Like, the words were just... I mean, I feel like... I almost feel like this podcast needs a trigger warning, Yeah, really. like, yeah. It is. It's a, you know, I mean, the more I scare you, the better you smell. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. he says to her. Disgusting. Um, oh, and he may... Yeah. I think... Possibly the worst part of all is that because these scenes are positioned, they're like they're happening at the same time. Mm. So if, if Xander wasn't with Buffy, Buffy, he would be with the pack eating Flutie. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like what they've tried to do is put Xander over here. So I, I think they felt like the audience would not forgive Xander for eating Flutie, mm. but they might forgive Xander for. Sexually assaulting Buffy. Well, I mean, that's, that's the way it. I looked and at it. And because later Whoa. when you talk about it, because he's like, because he realizes that you know he didn't like you know Principal Flutie got eaten, but at the end when he's like pretending that he's forgotten, you know, he's like, mm. oh, but I didn't. And I then didn't it, eat anyone, yeah. Did I? And then even like from Buffy and Willis' point of view, it's like, yeah, like you you know did something else instead, and it's yeah, it's like it's yeah. a, like it's, it's a good thing. Cause, like, cause he, can we just like like let's let's not pretend this is anything else. Yes, he doesn't get the chance to rape her, but he sexually assaults her. Yes. That's what 1, happens in that scene percent. is sexual assault. Yep. There is no getting around that. Yep. And it is not okay. Yep. It's not okay that they allowed that scene to be in there and then they allowed the 
forgetfulness to stand at the end. We will. I will talk about that when we get to it. Let's move yeah. on for the moment. Flutie, um, we cut back to Flutie and he is trying to control the shit out of these these <laughs> scary guys and he gets scratched. Oh, and, and he likes like, like a really yeah. bad scratch. Right? And then he's terrified and, like, from there so on. Terrified. And then like as they like kill him, they zoom in on a pic of Flutie on his desk. Oh, they sing yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, also like, why does he have a picture of himself? Why does he have a picture of himself on his desk, facing out oh. towards the students? Who does that? I mean, he doesn't have a family, clearly. Yeah. So, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about Principal Flutie oh. dying? I know you were pretty invested in Flutie. I really liked Flutie. I know. Episode one, when we first meet Principal Flutie. Yeah, I remember. I said he was going to be a crucial part of the show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you guys led me on. We sure did. <laughs> Um, I remember thinking as you as I you didn't were want saying to kill that. Santa for you. I know. Yeah. I was. I, rem- I just remember thinking in that moment. I was just like, "Oh, dude, I'm so sorry about what you're gonna have to experience." Um, I really liked Flutie. I was a big, big fan of Flutie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know where they're going to go with the principal now. <laughs> Who knows? Yes. Maybe they just won't have one anymore. Like, yeah. could just be a background character. I feel yeah, like it's going to, the principal's going to turn into like the minister of the dark arts. Ooh, <laughs> it's going to be Snape. I, I, oh my God, it's going to be the like. Not, not Snape. No, no, but that, like, like the one that keeps turning. Yeah, like the, 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 yeah, dark the, arts. Defense the, against the dark the, arts. Yeah, defense yeah, yeah. against the dark arts yeah. feature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just keeps turning every, every season is a new one sort of thing. Yeah, Um, yeah, Yeah. I I was upset. I I, I was a big fan of Flutie. Yeah, and they very deliberately in this episode like added that extra element of his where you like bring up again that he really cares about his students and is trying to be like the best principal he can be. Yeah, and they kill him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like when it comes to Buffy, (laughs) you get to just really enjoy a character and get to really know their good parts, and then they die. Yeah. That doesn't seem like it'll be a thing. Oh, no. First Herbert, then Flutie. You're right. You're right. I see the pattern. We didn't get to see exactly how it happened, but obviously Buffy has overpowered Xander. We won't talk too much about that. Mm. Um, And dragged him into the library, which conveniently has a lockable cage, you guys. Right. That's handy. Jail in the library. (laughs) (laughs) Library jail. What the hell, Giles? Sure. (laughs) I mean, he's got to like keep keep those kids who don't return their books somewhere, right? True. Yeah, he's yeah. got to he's got to keep those very mystical vampire related books out of <laughs> out of access from students. Actually, yeah. well, that's actually a good point. Or yeah. or just plunk them on the table to the first transfer student that comes into the building. <laughs> <laughs> Giles says this. Did, did you remember that? Oh, I thought your eyes would just always be on Willow in every scene. <laughs> I'm not Xander, all right? I, <laughs> yeah. no, look, I like the, I like the actress. I like the character. Good chill. chill. Let's yeah. chill. Fine, fine, fine. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, it, was a, it was a very well acted moment, yeah. I think. Buffy goes straight into business mode. Right, let's look, reverse this shit. What do we need to do? Um, oh, Giles has conveniently remembered something from a book that's sitting on the desk and he <laughs> opens it to exactly the right page immediately. Um Buffy thinks the zookeeper might know more than he's telling. Willow agrees to watch Xander while Buffy and Giles go and talk to the zookeeper. Yes. So uh, 
Then we get the scene where the woman is walking her baby home through the trees. In the yeah. middle of the night. In the middle of the through night. The woods. Through the woods. Yeah. She stumbles upon the sleeping pack. Oh, lady, you got to get the fuck out of there. She doesn't run nearly as quickly. Like, nope. you know, she hangs around. Also, did everybody notice that gigantic bit yes, of drool, the drool on that dude's mouth? Is he like... Oh, it's it's like what? 10 centimeters of <laughs> thick drool. Thick, viscous <laughs> fluid on oh, this guy's man, I missed cheek. out on drool cam. You totally did. <laughs> oh, so... I relate to this guy fully. I am a massive drooler. Like, I drool in my sleep, but worse still, I drool whilst awake. So one time when I was in high school, I'm going to tangent real quick for a second here. There was this guy in choir, right? And we were like, you know how when you're flirting with kids in high school and you're all like... You like, drool? No, so you're like, we were having a tickle fight, you know? And we were like tickling oh, each other. Oh. 15, 16. Old enough. To um, not be having, not be having a tickle fight. Yeah. Relatable Where, Megan, I tickle, so, I drool. And I'm oh, leaning oh. over him, tickling him, laughing and... And you spit on the back of his neck. Glob of drool just drops out of my mouth onto his cheek, and we both just kind of looked at each other. I was just like, "I'm sorry." Are we married now? <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed your mouth. So I really relate to this ten centimeter of drool guy. I really oh do because that is God. absolutely who I am. <laughs> When you start talking about drilling in your sleep, I was going to be like, yeah, I drill in my sleep with you, Megan, all the way. No, no, I drill that was where That was where that relationship ended. I have wakefulness drool. <laughs> I'm trying to think how many people I've drooled on in my life. I, I, I might not be able to count them all on one hand. I might be a zero. I'm struggling to think of one. I've got worse stories that have happened at worse times, which I'm not going to share. We're going to start a new podcast, the Drool Cast. It's going to be just stories of drool. <laughs> Write in, listeners, with your favorite drool stories. Um, Xander wakes up, locked in his cage, and Willow is once again watching wild dogs, not hyenas. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Yeah. Just how hard would it be to get stock footage of hyenas? Yeah. How useful is it for Willow to be watching all this footage of hyenas? Then again, like, do you guys ever get stuck in like a David Attenborough hole? Like, you sure. Just, just yeah, one hundred percent, actually. Watching Attenborough stuff. Yes. Then we get this great moment mm-hmm. where the zookeeper and Giles are like bonding <laughs> over their love of possession books. Yep. <laughs> Too bad zoo guys are dick. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Giles I know. A friend, his uh, own age. Yeah. And I love that he knows all about possession, right? And neither Giles or, or Buffy question how knowledgeable he is. Like he's all like, "Let's do a, tra- a reverse transpossession." Yeah, I guess. Though Giles is knowledgeable about a lot of weird stuff. True, but he's a watcher. We get that. I mean, why would a zookeeper be knowledgeable yeah, about that? Why would yeah. Buffy and Giles assume as the zookeeper is knowledgeable about I mean, that? There's so much weird shit going on. It's yeah. Sunnydale. I think they're out of touch from what normal is. Yeah. You know, they're like, what? Not everyone talks about hyena possession? Mm. Mm. This seems normal to me. Mm-hmm. Carry on, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we cut back to Willow, who is getting called out by the Because they do that. Hyenas call out your name. Yeah. Willow. It's a great cut because yeah, that's obviously there was an ad break there previously. I, I remember that mm-hmm. one from, from TV and it's just like that is a good place to cut that because that's quite a scary, you know, mid-episode cliffhanger. Yeah. I quite liked mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they break in and thankfully don't focus on attacking Willow, but focus on breaking Xander free. So she has time to run away. 
Yeah, and she's great and she's quick at it. As soon as they break through the window, she instantly runs. No mucking around. Yeah. Yeah. I do love the Xander starts sniffing to find her. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And she's trying to hide behind a desk in order to, but apparently he's not a raptor and, like, can still smell her even through desks. yeah, Yeah, even through desks, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I do watch her, like, hide in this classroom and I always, like, I don't, mm, it's, it's a tough choice to make, but I'm like, I wish she'd ran further away. Like, I, I wish she'd kept running and not tried to hide right. in the school. She had run? a bit of a head start. I wish she'd run. She's just been watching all those, like, videos on, 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 on um, <sighs> oh, quote, unquote, hyenas. Surely she would know they had a good sense of smell. Yeah, yeah right? true. Right? Yeah. Stupid move, Willow. Wake up. Yeah. And then the old, oh, I've left the room fake out. Love it. Um, and then, uh, so the pack goes looking for their next meal and I, I just want to call out quickly to uh-huh. the vest that the mum is wearing in this scene because it deserves its own character. This whole Wait, family. Can you, can you describe this vest? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's like, it's like classic 80s vest actually. It's not even a 90s vest. It's like uh. one of the, you remember those patterns that you used to get from Lincraft and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like this floral brocaded vest. Oh my God. I'll find a still of it is and I like will share it on Twitter. No, like no. It's it's like material. Oh, okay. It's it's. It's amazing, you guys. Okay. It's okay. so amazing. Didn't notice it. It was a dark shot. I'm sub- it I, was. I can't remember what any of that family was wearing. There's no. so much going on with that family. It's yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Chew, Joey, chew. Yeah. You have to chew so you don't choke. <laughs> on your ice cream? I know. Who chews I he was eating ice cream. Where did he get the ice cream? Yeah, I didn't think about it. I re the scene a few times just to make sure he was eating ice cream. Maybe it's like nut ice cream. Yeah, like got some pecans in it. Macadamia. You know. Seems like the mum who just assumes the kid has a peanut allergy and won't let the kid eat peanuts. So, you know, she just seems like that overbearing mum. She's pretty... I mean, look, she's having a rough time. Obviously, her husband (sighs) has been, like, eyeing off the friend who they've been visiting for dinner. I don't think he has. You don't reckon? I'm going to stand up for the bloke. He didn't say that she looked better than her. He just said she She looked looked better. better. Yeah, fair enough. And then also, I mean, he gets in the car... She's so exasperated, this poor dude. Just looks better. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair. Maybe she's just a little too sensitive. Mm. Could be the case. He gets in the car and he can't find his keys. Like, like he left them in the car when they went inside for dinner. Well, no, I don't know. Well, what the only thing that gets me, because like, people can't find their keys all the time. Sure. Does, does that mean he left his car unlocked in the driveway? Yeah, that's what I think, because he's got it in the car and goes to turn the car on and he's like, where's the keys? As yeah. if the keys were in the ignition the whole time that he was inside for dinner. That's weird. Yeah. I feel like it's just odd. Yeah. Is Sunnydale a super safe town? Oh, well, look, let's... It's probably not. Well, I mean, he's obviously a pretty high crime from the Hellmouth situation. I think it, it probably was. It probably was until, until recent, until Buffy rocked up. Do you reckon Buffy's the reason why <laughs> no it's a bad way. town No way. They live on a Hellmouth. It's the Boca del Inferno. Hey, so... Okay, Chris plot question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Chris plot question of the week. The fuck's a Hellmouth? What the fuck's a Hellmouth? Is it... Because they don't really explain it. Uh, I mean, it's like a mouth... To hell? To hell. hell. Yeah. It's kind of like a... I feel like you're going to get a better explanation yeah, it, about what the hell mouth yeah. is. Yeah. This is going to be one of those plot questions we can't answer yet. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Because yeah. it's... I really don't know. Okay. And like, I don't look, I really don't know. Hellmouth is confusing, yeah. but um, I'm going along with it till this <laughs> yeah. point. So, yeah. 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 Boca del Inferno. Yeah. The mouth of hell. Mm. You'll get better idea of what the hell mouth is. So then yeah. Buffy comes along. Yeah. Saves the family. And has her great line, didn't your mom teach you? Don't play with your food. <laughs> <laughs> Another Buffy sass moment. Sass moment. Sassy slayer. Sassy slayer. 
layer. Oh my god, it's like Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Hey. Um, when we're watching this scene, actually, because like Xander is like full in the back seat, right? Like you see, his, is that is Xander? Isn't I Xander's think so, in yeah. the back? He going breaks after the window, the kid. right? Yeah, he breaks the window. He's yeah. in the back seat. Yeah. His feet yeah. are like sticking out of the yeah. window. Right. And Buffy's like talking to the other hyenas and like fighting them off. Yeah. Um. So is he like in like he's clearly hasn't eaten or injured the kid. So is he just in there like? Talking to the kid because he's just like full and like lying in the back. Man, seat he can't get a hold of him. He just can't get a hold of him. He's squirmy, that kid. So I mean, he's, he's just, just like ice cream. He's got a sugar hit. He is he just ready like, yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> Staring at the kid. And he's like, used the wrong window. Like, yeah. He should have smashed the other one to get the kid. Yeah. Or like smashed the driver one. Look, I think like, we've established this pack is not smart. Yeah. They are yeah. getting stupider. Buffy mentioned that in she the did previous mention scene. That. She yeah. did mention that. Yeah. I think for answers to all these questions, we need to wait for this family's new spinoff because they deserve one. So much going on. So so much drama. Why does Joey need to chew so much? Why is that so important? What's with that vest? What's with the vest? <laughs> Who looks better now? <laughs> All the questions will be answered. Yeah. So Buffy gets the pack to follow her to the zoo. And Giles is already there with the zookeeper. And he has a moment of realisation that the symbol was on the ground when they, when the kids went in there in the first place, it must have been on the ground. Also, probably the zookeeper dressed in uh, ceremonial garb was probably a dead giveaway. It was Tobias Bluth all along. <laughs> Tobias Bluth. Love crossover episode. I 100% see that now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's great that he finally got work. That's right. That's right. <laughs> finally got a gig. Yeah, like I, I don't think the ceremonial garb and face paint immediately tipped off Giles, but no. I think it definitely got mm. like the cogs moving yeah. enough. And then, yes. and then yes. I think he just handles this whole moment. A lot of class. Yeah. He could, he could just be like knocked out or look like a total idiot. Could have freaked like, out. Could have freaked out. But very cool, calmly, collectively turs around. And is like, how very frustrating for you <sighs> that a bunch of teenagers. Figured, figured out. out when you couldn't. Yeah, it is. I love the way he says that. How very frustrating. I mean, of course, you. then he gets like yeah. you know, knock, like Knocked punched out. in the gut with this like yeah. ceremonial stick thingy. Which, funnily enough, is the second time. This episode is the second time that Giles has been knocked out. First being in the witch. When's he knocked out in the witch? Uh, while, while <laughs> oh, yeah, right yeah. at the end there, as the, as they're swapping back from. Oh, of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's not like knocked out, knocked out. But in the previous episode, he's like kind of knocked out for a second. You know, when Owen, when Dolan is when knocked Dolan. out as well. Like they're all like Giles is on the floor because he yeah. he gets pushed into the um the like a. Uh, cr- cremation incinerator button yep. thing which well, conveniently anyway well, i haven't actually done this telling myself i've taken it from buffy wiki so Ooh. so you know i think buffy wrong. wiki's wrong look the point is this won't be probably spoiler alert the, the last, last time, time we see giles get knocked out yeah no so he does handle that extremely well uh zookeeper attacks giles and hides him away willow runs down trying to warn them and uh, i just feel like this whole episode is a little bit Willow being a bit dumb. Like, she allows herself to get tied up by this zookeeper. Um, and she's all like, oh, right, I see, you know, for the Predatory Act. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can tie me up for that. Well, I mean, I don't think she's, like, 100% going along. But it's all happening very quickly. Mm. And she doesn't really have the time to process. Mm. Like, I think as as she's getting her hands tied up, she's, she's, like, she's definitely about. figuring out that yeah. something's about. And she but, does... like, it's all happening very quickly. Yeah. I think Willow's gullible and trustworthy. And I wouldn't call her dumb. <laughs> 
Okay, right. I'm standing <laughs> up for Willow, guys. Sorry, guys. Okay? Oh, oh, I just got. I definitely got the. I definitely got the. Don't you call my Willow tongue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she does I, look. In this moment, she realizes it's a trap. It's a yeah. trap. <laughs> she literally says, "It's a trap." Oh, really? Yeah, she uh, says that to Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! Shout out to Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, um. So Zookeeper takes the hyena power for himself. The glowy eyes leave. Uh, yeah. The pack. So yeah. So so now that the zookeeper has been possessed, he starts attacking Willow. He tries to, like, eat her cheek. Ugh. It's a pretty gross moment. And, oops, he accidentally falls into the hyena pit. Yeah. Which, so, I was thinking about this for the first time with this episode. Like, because they basically killed a human. They don't often kill. Well, they didn't. It was kind of an accidental fall into the pit and then Buffy didn't have time to save him oh, before yeah, so the hyena. It was, it was a, di- a Disney death. A, yeah, yeah. It's a Disney definite death. Disney death. No one gets stabbed in Disney no. films. Yeah. They accidentally okay. fall. And no yeah. responsibility on them. Yeah, yeah. accidental yeah. fall to pit. Look, but... I don't think it's going to be the last time there's a questionable moment about whether <laughs> Buffy kills a human or not. I think we'll have some others. Yeah. yeah. So then yeah. let's talk about the last scene. Bye. Xander's walking with Buffy and Willow and being reminded of all the things he did whilst under the influence of the hyena, ostensibly because he has amnesia. Uh, Giles pulls him over and says he can't find any evidence of that in the books and Xander begs him not to share. Because, you know, who'd want to remember being rapey? Who'd want to remember all the shitty things they did and, you know, maybe just own up to that shitty behavior and apologize no mm. no much better well you know. yeah absolutely and I, I, I what really upsets me about this because you know you don't want to own up to your shitty behavior while you've been quote unquote possessed or yeah. let's say really really drunk <sighs> sure you know it just seems like a classic i was too drunk to know better so didn't realize i was raping that girl kind of moment yeah i didn't even put that together I just, <sighs> they treated it so flippantly is what really, i don't really like. did like all they had to do was have him acknowledge the fact that it happened and apologize yeah. at least and i think what makes it worse is because like right before you get that information from giles mm. you're along for the ride like you like you think maybe very yeah. convincing about not remembering and yeah, so totally. you do think he doesn't remember at all and then to know in hindsight that he was actually being very deliberately deceitful mm-hmm. and doing a bit too good a job of mm-hmm. pretending that he didn't know mm. makes it that much more manipulative. And, and again, gross. we now have that knowledge going forward that he knows exactly how Willow feels about him. Yep. yep. He knows that he was that rapey with Buffy. And I've got to say, I mean, I'm not going to say too much about it, but there are some scenes coming up between Willow, between Xander and Buffy where he has no right to act the way he does towards her. Like how would she possibly want to ever date him mm-hmm. after he fucking sexually assaulted her under the influence sure but again i come back to the drunk or not drunk you have a responsibility to take responsibility for your actions yep and giles to the rescue with the bro giles code to the rescue with, with the, the bro, bro code, code. Bro. yeah look i, I i'm no, okay. see something, say something. I'm sorry. This is the kind of like, so there's that ad now, which I don't love, the ad that we've got that says yeah. call out shitty behavior. Yeah, no, I totally agree. My only thing is like, 
when you say talk about see something say something Giles didn't like does Giles actually know the details of what like I feel like yeah. Giles doesn't know he wasn't there That's for true. those moments okay. he doesn't know okay I'm not saying it was great but like okay. I feel like what he thinks he's protecting Xander from is owning up to just you know some weird cannibal acts some weird I, acts he yeah. doesn't actually know what went down with Buffy That's and a great Xander point, that actually. is a very good yeah. point I yeah I will concede that yeah, yeah. that is a very good point so yeah <sighs> That's a bit of a tough episode. It's uh, it kind of does need a trigger warning almost because yeah. it, it it there's some complex. It themes. really is some yeah. And I mean in this in this world that we are living in now, where there is a lot of like you know you've got the Brock Turners of the world who you know are able to be stand up guys, and he was drunk with his friends, and you know it's just kind of like that's not an excuse, and it will never be an excuse. Possessed or not possessed, you own up to your goddamn behaviour and you fucking apologise. Yeah. Yeah, like... It just ends on a really bad note. Like, th- there does. are some moments in this episode that are actually quite fun and, Absolutely. you know, and that's hilarious. Why, that's why I really enjoyed the episode. Yeah. Some fun, yeah. Really fun scenes. And then that ending literally just makes it completely not okay. Yeah. As an episode. I, I'm, I'm a straight white male. I've never been in a situation even close to that. And I was so uncomfortable. Mm. And I'm, I'm not, not easily offended. Mm. Um, and it just... It's tasteless and it just yeah. real yeah. sour taste left in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that scene that yeah, the scene between Xander and Buffy just I think what makes it so not okay is just how realistic they made it. Yes. Mm. The behavior, the lines, like it was really it was an exact scene of Xander sexually assaulting Buffy and mm. too much for it me. It was too much. It was too much. Uh right. So all right. That's the end of the episode. Let's talk about what won and not what didn't. <laughs> <laughs> let's turn to the positive, shall we? Yeah, let's. Um, what won this one for me, I, I think of these first six episodes, he was my favourite character. And why, while he didn't have a great episode this episode, I would be really upset if um, Flutie left without winning at least one episode. Aww. So uh, he, he wins this one for the me. The Flutester gets a shout out. Yeah, he does. Aww. He does. I do love Flutie. Yeah. yeah. Old Bob. Yeah. Um, in a similar vein, look, we didn't have as long to know him. But <gasps> giving it to Herbert. Oh, Herb. This is he, the saddest episode we've done. Yeah, dudes. Oh, my God. For sure. Um, but, yeah, Herbert. Herbert wins it for me. That first that first scene where we're, oh. we see it from his, his point of view and yeah. his, his, his immediate like for Buffy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, yeah. like, just good taste in people, really. Um <laughs> And, yeah, his adorable outfit and yeah, great school great. spirit. Yeah, that helmet with the tusks is something else. Yes. We yeah. love you, Herbie. Love you, Herbs. What wins it for you? I mean, I've got to be the champion of this because I no know one else is. what you're doing. No one else is the champion of this, so I've got to be. It's the scene. I'll buy it. Uh, I'll buy it. The music video. I almost the thought music. you were going to give it to the best. The music <laughs> I video. Oh, actually, yeah, that comes as cl- that's uh, a close honorable second. Honourable mention. It's an honourable mention, but like, I feel like enough people enjoyed the vest moment. Not sure. enough people are enjoying this fucking music video. Oh, okay. It is a winner, and I don't know how nobody else sees this. Uh, it's time for another Twitter poll. <laughs> yeah, Twitter poll. We're going to Twitter poll this. Okay. Was the music video worthy of note? Uh, all right. Uh, quote of the week. Okay. Hit us with it. All right. 
Um, it was during Willow and Xander's uh, maths little lesson they did. Oh. Uh, you end up being the guy at the pizza place that sweeps the floor and says, hey, kids, where's the cool parties this weekend? <laughs> I love that line so much. <laughs> just the detail. The detail Willow had. I could just picture Xander being that guy sweeping up the pizzas. Just full pizzas on the ground and sweeping them up and going, hey, kids. Hey, cool kids. parties this weekend. And, and she delivered it perfectly too. And she's just like, we've been through this. You know, I just love yes. that they've had this conversation before in as much detail. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the first reference to future party pizza party Xander. Yeah. I think I'm yeah, going to give it to... To the dad in our family, the family <gasps> that we love. Wow. Um, and I, oh, yeah. I kind of just like his his defense. I don't know if we're all thinking about the same quote, but I like him being, you know, I didn't say she was better than oh. you, just that she was better, look better now. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah. I just like a, Love it. Yeah. A great peer inside the window. My quote this week is when Buffy and Willow are, talk, are doing research on the hyenas and uh, and... and Buffy says, they do seem to be the schmoes of the animal kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) So great. Uh, Great. Good pick. So good pick. So that's it. That is the pack done. <sighs> a good episode, but a massive asterisk that um, unfortunately can't be looked past. It just can't. It just can't. Yeah. It, it completely colours. I mean, episode. I I don't even like. I I just don't like the episode. I yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, I I really there was a couple of bright spots in there, but by the time I finished talking about it, I've literally reached a point where I'm just I may never watch this episode again. Now, that's, that's fair it enough. For me. Yeah. Fair enough. So um, uh, very exciting though. Very exciting. You guys, next episode, episode 1.7 is called Angel. Angel? Angel. Do you think we might find out more about I goddamn hope so. I'm I'm, I'm jonesing over here. I'm jonesing for some more info. Hopefully it's not a misnomer. (laughs) Hopefully it's not. Yeah, maybe it's like, maybe we just get to meet an angel. Maybe it's it's a Christmas episode. Maybe it's like a red herring and we learn nothing about the character angel. I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) But until then, Chris, tell us where we can find you. Uh, I am now on Twitter and Instagram, Creaselip, C-R-E-A Slip. And uh, The Pool Boys, as my comedy sketch trio. Uh, we do shows all the time. Uh, the Pool Boys on Facebook and Instagram. Mabel. Me, Mabel. Mabel Me Board. You can follow me on Twitter at Mabel Me Board. You can join the few followers that I have and encourage me to start posting some content for you yeah, guys. You I want to get 10 around new that. followers. Get me uh-huh. some followers. You might get crimped hair, Megan, if you do. You just never know. <laughs> you never know. So says Mabel in our <laughs> last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll see what I can do for you guys. Uh, and you can find me at Miggles French, M-I-G-G-L-E-S French. You can find that on Twitter. You can find it on YouTube. I'm also listed there as Frenchie. It's the same account. It just has two names. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to do it again. I shouted, out to, I shouted out to it last week, but God damn it, this boy deserves followers. I'm going to shout out to my kitten, Pudding hey, underscore kit. Boodster. K-I-T-T. Pudding underscore kit. Pudding the kit. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. See, See you next time. Bye. Australians watching Buffy. It's Buffy the Vampire Australia.
What did I miss? You look like I missed something. Yeah, the we... 90s music video? What? The 90s music video? Where they, they walk through the courtyard and for like two that's and a half No, that's after, that really? that's after this because I've noted that also. But I did literally write slow down Slow walk like, to 90s grunge music. I've got that later. Yeah, I think yeah. I wrote down something I, like slow-mo boy band walk so 90s. I've totally fucked up. Can we edit all this out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Let's go again. Woo! <laughs>